Of all the genres that has come and gone in the film industry, one has remained the same despite the world of film's evolution and has been used by every country to promote solidarity and duty to resist the bad guys and still impact the entertainment industry like no other. War movies! So most people just assume every movie that requires the military is a war movie. They aren't exactly wrong. Even the American Film Institute gives it a loose definition, and they are aficionados. However, that definition does not give it full justice. You see, war movies started out as a genre backed and sometimes aided by the U.S. military to display the latest news of war and boost America's morale and to promote the belief that we were the good guys. Eventually, it evolved into being mixed with genres such as comedy, drama, science fiction, and romance, along with sometimes the obvious propaganda. The genre was key in the fight against Nazis in World War II, as well as also evil powers in World War I. But the genre actually fell a, tit, a tad out of favor with the audience in America during the Vietnam War due to some survivors of the war going to work in Hollywood and actually giving very grim or dark humor displays of war. It's very realistic. But, however, good news is, since the 80s, the Cold War era, the actual genre in itself has actually seen a renaissance. It's actually so popular that other countries are now doing it. Popular movies of the 80s include Rambo 3, or other movies pertaining to the Rambo franchise, Full Metal Jacket, Red Dawn, and Top Gun. The popularity of the movie genre outside of America has actually gained enough po popularity that people in China are even starting to make movies. That's right. We have countries such as China and Malaysia making movies. And actually, speaking of which, the two movies I'm presenting you today that I just recently came to Netflix is actually from those two countries. First movie I want to talk about today is the movie Pascal, made in Malaysia, released in 2018, and now is being distributed in America by Netflix. The story is about a military commando and his group and his unit called Pascal. They have to rescue hostages from a hijacked oil rig. And the pirate leader is actually a former member of the same combat group. Interesting fact about this movie is that Malaysian military actually do have a special force team called Pascal. It's, their, it's Malaysia's version of the Navy SEALs. They literally stop pirates and they protect all forms of terrorists and threats entering their country and protect all their ships and main routes of business, which is pretty cool. It's pretty much the same concept as like what, you know, like what say like our Navy or our Navy SEALs do. They just, they just, more used to doing it because, well, they're an island country. Production costs of the movie 
was 10 million in Malaysian dollars or $2,345,843 in American. At box office, total revenue at the box office was 30 million in Malaysian dollars or $7,037,529 in US. That's impressive. That is very impressive. Of course, compared to recent movies such as 1917, which had made 159 million bucks Christmas Day in 2019, it was it would be comparing apples to oranges in regards to this international film to our domestic war film. However, I'm still impressed given how the movie being foreign as it is, it actually stayed true to itself and showed it had a good story and it also had great fight sequences. It also showed the hard work and dedication that soldiers would have to go through just to become a member of the team. That, of course, brings me to my pros and cons of the movie. First thing that's a positive about the movie is that it has English subtitles. I'm just saying I never realized until COVID-19 just how many foreign films there are that does not have an English subtitles to their programs or to their shows and just how much I actually need to know another language or it's just plain old beneficial in general but man if I had to watch this movie in just its original language which is Malay I would have been extremely lost so I'm pretty thankful for the fact that it's in English subtitles the movie was gripping it had good fight scenes the fight scenes were believable as well as also the storyline in itself was believable the downside of course though is that the movie was a bit predictable now it's not a bad thing to have a good predictable movie because I mean Every movie needs to have a conflict. It needs to have a solution. You know, things like that. However, though, in this movie, it's literally a case of the main character being the sole good guy. Or he's pretty much the goody two-shoes of the movie. And he has to stop the bad guy. Just to save the world. Because he has to. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, give me something more to it than he just has to because he has to you know that also being said though it seemed like the villain character he wasn't really like i wasn't really feeling the villain vibe from the character you know like they forced him in some moments to showcase like yes he's a bad guy but when i really when i really saw it again like second time i wasn't really feeling the bad guy villain vibe from the actual main villain and that's a problem because well if he's not the villain he's supposed to be the main villain then who's the villain you know so can't have that overall though i would give the movie a 7 out of 10 i would watch it again i'm not gonna lie i would definitely watch it again of course it it was again with the villain he wasn't very he wasn't completely set up and the story was predictable and of course during some of the fight scenes the endings to the fight scenes were 
I am not gonna lie, they were pretty cliche. I'm not gonna spoil the movie for for you because well it's actually a pretty good movie and I don't wanna I just don't wanna spoil it for you. Watch it. So of course brings me to my second movie I want to present to you. Coming all the way from China, also released in the year 2018, now distributed on Netflix, called Operation Red Sea. The story to this movie is a group of Chinese special operation commandos that had to fight tooth and nail to rescue a group of embassy hostages in the midst of a war-torn country, while also breaking up a terrorist cell from completing a deadly bomb. The production cost for this movie is $7 million in U.S. or uh, $70 million in Chinese yen. The box office total was $579 million or $3.650 billion Chinese yen. Yeah, they definitely made bank off this movie. Safe to say. And it's actually it's actually worth it, given the effects and stuff that they actually worked into the movie, the effects, the storyline. It actually it actually it's actually worth it actually earned a little bit of that money that it made. I ain't going I'm not gonna deny it. It actually was worth it. Uh that being said though, let me continue on with the pros and cons. The pros is that it's pretty entertaining, like I mentioned before. This movie definitely shows like a lot more about war and combat than like Pascal. This make Pascal looks like a look like high school musical. It's it is very graphic. Again, do not show this movie in front of kids because it just might actually traumatize some kids. The story, however, though, is gripping and there are actually a, some pretty good dramatic moments. Some moments that actually like made me sit on the edge of my seat cons is though that despite there being a lot of gripping moments that made me sit on the edge of my seats there were also that much more moments in the movie where i actually just sat in back of my seat pretty much about ready to about ready to surf instagram on it until you know some explosions happen also it's i i don't really think it's that believable I mean, reason why I say that is because, like, Pascal, there's actually a military, uh, well, special ops group named Pascal. I tried looking up the name of the special ops group in this movie. It doesn't exist. However, I did find out that China does have a special, have a couple uh, special ops sectors, but none of them go by the name mentioned in this in this movie. Not to mention. Like the storyline in itself, the country being taken over or a country in the midst of a civil war. Like it's it's so they claim that it's somewhere in northern Africa. And the flags, I'm not going to lie, they look like they definitely look pretty similar to some of some of the countries in northern Africa, i.e. Algeria, Tunisia, you know. Well, mainly, mainly the far of the real North North African countries like Egypt in that area. So it's kind of like, like what were they doing over there anyway? If it weren't for the fact that they mentioned, oh wait, 
we have embassy workers from our embassy in that country. I'm, I'd be pretty close to wanting to scratch my head as to why were they even over there. <laughs> you know? Um, however, though, in the end, I'm going to give it at least, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. It's a good movie. It's a good way to, to like waste the day. And sometimes you need movies like this. You actually need movies where like waste away. And it kind of made me cry in some parts where like some of the characters actually did die off. Because, well, it's a war movie. That's that's what happens in, in war movies. People die. You know, I actually, felt, I actually felt a bit for some of the characters. However, though, they really dragged out how some of them characters died off. And that's a turn off. Like, <laughs> that's a big turn off. But, however, though, compared to the two movies, I would really prefer to watch Pascal once more. Pascal seemed a lot quicker paced. Like, it actually it actually was so entertaining, I didn't realize that the movie was over until it was over. You know? It felt a lot shorter than it actually was. Both movies run at about an hour and 30. Or hour plus. So, one movie actually made me not realize that, like, I wasted a whole hour versus one that made me look at my watch every 10 minutes just to see how much longer I have until the movie's over. Well, you kind of figure out you kind of figure out which one I want to watch. <laughs> anyway, this has been my this has been my review on the two movies. And I'm Kira Atkins signing off. Mm-hmm.